May mercy and grace and peace be yours from God our Father, from his Son, his promised, his newborn Son, our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The 88th Texas legislature was busy. Hundreds of new laws were proposed and debated, amended, and adopted. 31 of those laws go into effect tomorrow, on January 1st of 2024. They include these three different decrees. Senate Bill 3 grants a total exemption from the state's franchise tax to about 67,000 small and medium-sized businesses. Senate Bill 17 forbids diversity, equity, and inclusion offices or initiatives at public universities and colleges in Texas. House Bill 3186 responds to mental health concerns for at-risk youth, stipulating early intervention through diversion and rehabilitation programs for children accused of low-level offenses. And, although this wasn't a bill, beginning in 2024, legislative action gives Texans the option of a new specialty license plate on the 100th anniversary of the state song, somebody say it, Texans, Texas, our Texas honoring the 100th anniversary of that tune. But those are not the laws that Paul writes about in Galatians 4 and that Luke mentions five times in the second chapter of his gospel. May the Holy Spirit give us attentive ears and expectant hearts on this first Sunday after Christmas, on this eve of the name and circumcision of our Lord, to rejoice in the truth that Jesus is under the law for those under the law. People God dearly loves. On Christmas Eve, we heard the familiar story of Jesus' birth from Luke 2. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus, and all went to be registered. And Joseph also went up from Galilee to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger. On Christmas Day, we heard John tell the same story in a different way. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. But today... We hear the Apostle Paul tell the good news of great joy to the Christians in Galatia and to us. God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who are under the law. And Luke chapter 2, beginning with verse 21, tells us more. Jesus is eight days old. Mary and Joseph are still caring for him in Bethlehem. Then they do what they must do for the baby boy. Now, for many years in the Jewish story, this would have been the father's task. But by the time of Luke 1, a special but local rabbi would have been summoned. He was called the Mohel. He asks the baby's name. Jesus is the unison reply. Then he takes the blade. He makes the cut. He sheds Jesus' blood. And after he gives instructions on the healing of the wound, Jesus hand, Joseph hands him a few coins. The circumcision law, the covenant sign first given to Abraham, has been kept. But this man, this rabbi, this mohel, had no idea how significant this action was. 
he didn't and couldn't see any connection to this baby and to this child's mission. And I wonder, do we see the significance as well? A month later, 32 days to be precise, Jesus is taken to Jerusalem for the first time. Even more, Jesus makes his first trip to the temple. Two required rituals must be carried out. The first one is for Mary. She has to present a sacrifice to end her time of purification after childbirth. You can read about this in Leviticus 12. It's a short chapter. Check it out later today. At the same time, Jesus is presented to the Lord. This takes us all the way back to Exodus 13 in the middle of the Passover story because there God declares, every firstborn male child is holy to me. He belongs to me. These ceremonies are observed together. And the law of Moses stipulated that a year-old lamb would be given for this double sacrifice. Or, in the case of parental poverty, a pair of turtle doves or two pigeons could be offered to the priest. This is the necessary choice for Joseph and Mary, this carpenter and his young wife. Blood is shed at Jesus' circumcision. Now there is death at his presentation. And this action redeems, it buys back the baby son. Listen again to Paul's words to the church. God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law. We were under the law. We were under the law which kills, which reveals original sin, which gets passed from all parents to all children. We were under the law, which accuses us and exposes our actual sins, which is a damning mirror into our thoughts and desires, words and deeds. We were under the law, which enslaves us and which must be satisfied. Now, for the good news, Jesus is the one, the only one, the promised one, the perfect one, born of a woman, born under the law, and he redeems those, he buys back those under the law. He redeems Mary and Joseph. He redeems Simeon and Anna. He redeems Paul and the Galatians. He redeems you, and he redeems me. Eight-day-old Jesus whose blood was shed under the law of circumcision, will and must shed his perfect and holy blood again, but this time on a cross. The Mohel in Bethlehem didn't know that. Mary and Joseph didn't know that yet. But by the blood of Golgotha, a new covenant is set in place, a covenant of mercy and grace and forgiveness. And 40-day-old Jesus who was redeemed, bought back by the death of two small birds, will himself become the sacrifice. Mary and Joseph could not afford a lamb when they carried Jesus into the temple courts of Jerusalem. But Jesus is the very lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Simeon, waiting Simeon, expectant Simeon, hopeful Simeon, 
now seeing Simeon, joyful Simeon, dares to take this child in his arms. And as I told the children here, I don't think he asked Mary's permission. First, he prays. And I'll come back to those words, just as we will sing them at the close of our worship this morning, after we receive our Lord's body and blood at this altar. But Simeon, waiting Simeon, expectant Simeon, hopeful Simeon, now seeing Simeon, joyful Simeon, is also a prophet. After speaking a blessing to both Joseph and Mary, Simeon says to Jesus' mother, Your son will be the fall and the rising of many. Some will oppose him. Some will follow him in faith. And a sword will pierce your soul also. She will know grief. Grief we can never know. When thorns pierce our Lord's scalp. When nails pierce our Lord's wrists. When a spike pierces our Lord's feet. When a spear pierces our Lord's side. But this suffering redeems. This suffering pays the price. This suffering buys us back from the slavery of sin and springs us from the prison of guilt. For Jesus has come to make a new temple, a dwelling place where he is the great high priest. And this means that we have the joy of making Simeon's words our own. Now, O Lord, You dismiss your servants in peace. Your word of promise has been kept. Your word has done its work. For your word made flesh has won our salvation. This is what our eyes of faith have seen. The baby in the cradle is the savior on the cross. He has lived out his name. Yahweh saves given under the law. He died according to his name. Yahweh saves for all of us under the law. So we end one year by God's grace and goodness and enter a new year with faith and with hope and with joy in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.